Money back. Money back. Money back. Bitch, I'm making like a money back. Money back. Call I do the May back on Monday. So podcast i am your gracious host mitchell brown thank you all for joining me today um appreciate y'all thank you for um the uh feedback i received from last week's episode um you know i mean really i just appreciate any of the feedback i get like like um you know i like to come out here i mean i mean granted i love it when we have guests when we have people that you know want to share some shit that, that we can have come on the show, share some shit, talk about something cool, put us on to something that we didn't know about. Um, but I like coming out here and just kind of chopping it up, just kind of talking shit, basically. I mean, clearly, I like to talk shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, hold on one second. Let me send this text out. Um, and I use this platform to do that. But, you know, we, we, we like talk about some things that, that like affect the community. I hate when people say shit like affect the culture and things like that. But, you know, it affects the culture as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, we have voices in this shit. We don't have to succumb to, you know, any antiquated style of thinking or style of living or style of existing. You know what I'm saying? And I say that to say... I don't know if y'all y'all probably seen the news by now, but Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed um, won their lawsuit, or at least they settled their lawsuit. The NFL settled the suit, and that's a pretty big deal, right? That's a big deal um, because two people, well, 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 with like one guy leading it, right? But two people, one guy leading it chose to peacefully protest, use their platform as pro-athletes to boycott, to bring attention to what they felt like was an injustice in our society. And this protest was silent. And as a result of this silent protest, um, you know, they felt like they received some unfair treatment at work. So they sued their old bosses or their current bosses or whatever. Right. And, you know, we're going to hear a whole bunch of shit as days go on, as weeks go on, um, as I'm recording this, you know, the news just broke. Um, and like we're going to hear a whole bunch of shit about, you know, the settlement. It's going to be a whole bunch of talking heads on, you know, Fox Sports and ESPN and the NBC Sports Network and whatever the case. There's going to be a lot of people on Twitter sounding off about a whole bunch of shit that, you know, really doesn't matter. At this stage, you know what I'm saying? Um, already I'm seeing people talking about like, oh, you know, if Cap really cared for the cause, you know, why'd he take... Motherfucker, it's a lawsuit. Of course he's going to take some money. Like, it's a fucking lawsuit, ultimately. Right? For, you know, f whatever the damages that were incurred as a result of this work stoppage. That's something that everybody would do. Right. If you felt like, you know, they was discriminating against people that wore green pants and you wear green pants to work 
and they they you know fire you or just choose not to offer you any opportunities or room for growth as a result of you wearing these green pants and let's say you're wearing these green pants to support mental health or whatever whatever the cause is as to why you're wearing these green pants and you and your homeboy would were being treated differently because y'all wore green pants on a certain day you'd sue you you you'd fight and that's what these brothers did, and these brothers won. Now, um, I'm gonna read this. This 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 was something that Colin Kaepernick posted um, from um, his on his attorney's letterhead um, official statement. For the past several months, counsel for Mr. Kaepernick and Mr. Reed have engaged in an ongoing dialogue with representatives of the NFL. As a result of these discussions, the parties have decided to resolve the pending grievance. The resolution of this matter is subject to, confidenti to a confidentiality agreement, so there will be no further comment by any party. I'd like to point attention to the fact that um, there was a confidentiality agreement, right? There was, a, you know, to, to, to not talk about what happened as a result of this. And in my travels, in my years, I've learned that there are few things, there are few things that rich white guys wish to avoid more than DNA testing and depositions, right? Listen, the last thing the NFL wanted were, you know, certain emails that owners may have deemed as private being broadcasted in you know the public space as a result of this lawsuit or conversations or text messages or discovery right that's not what they wanted you know i mean that's that's not and 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 you know this is no shade to the nfl like not many of us as as regular civilians would want our personal or at least what we thought were personal conversations via text or email or whatever to be read in a courtroom. And that, you know, listen, like, the, you know, there are very fine people on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like on either side, nobody as a regular civilian, as a as a, as a as a regular citizen of whatever country that you're listening to this in. You feel me? Shout out all my Canada brothers that that, you know, what I'm saying fucking checked in and shit. That, you know, what I'm saying? like nobody wants that. You feel me? So I'm curious to know um, how much the confidentiality cost. Right. Because, I mean, I mean, listen, I absolutely believe that Colin Kaepernick is done in the NFL with regardless of what happened with this case. He's done. He's never going to get uh, another job in the NFL. News came out that um, I, that that league I talked about last week, the AAF, the AF, Alliance of American Football, um, that they have reached out to Kaepernick to to. To play, and my man Cab asked for twenty mil. He said, "Yo, y'all gonna have to give me twenty mil for me to even think about it." And I fucks with that. Y'all gonna have to give me twenty mil for me to even think about it, motherfucker. I fucks with that. So listen, I'm, I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe the numbers in the fifty millions for this settlement, which is not a lot of money in the eyes of the NFL. You know, considering the NFL is a is a is a billion dollar corporation, which was formerly a non for profit organization, which you know they they didn't pay any taxes all, all up until I believe twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. All my fact checkers can hop on that. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, good for these brothers, man. You know what I'm saying? Good for them. Um, and 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 you know, I'm I will still probably not watch the NFL. Um, because fuck them, right? And 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 again, the NFL is 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 on the decline, right? Yeah, yeah. You have shit like this, um, but but just this past week, we we, we heard news about uh, them reaching out to Adam Silver, the current commissioner of the NBA, kind of piquing Adam Silver's interest in in like, hey, like, what what do we need to do for you to work here? Because like they see how. You know, the NBA just, just kind of handles these things better as well as all, all of the growth that, like, the NBA has just in terms of a younger audience that the NFL is wishing to to, to kind of maintain. But, you know, it's, it's not 
It's not really hitting. Listen, one one way that I think the NFL really got shit fucked up, and I mean, this is, has nothing to do with kind of Kaepernick or race or anything like that. One way that I think the NFL really got things fucked up is they tried to mix violence with morals, right? So, so like, you know, you guys may have seen um, um, fucking professional troll extraordinaire Floyd Mayweather uh, had had the TMZ cameras outside of the Gucci store, and he, you know, did what Floyd Mayweather does. I, I I'm not gonna go in depth about that, right? But you know, people people are critiquing Floyd, and you know, what I'm saying there, there was there was like a lot of people in, in conversations talking about Floyd. Listen, Floyd gets punched in the face for a living. I don't expect him to do anything too intelligent, right? And 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 you know, like like fucking fucking Bob Marley says that you know some people are so poor all they have is money. Right, I believe that was Bob. Whoever that was, that was some insightful shit. I wish I could take credit for it, but you know, it's, some people are so are so poor, all they have is money. And and Floyd is one of those people. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Floyd's great at his job, and I loved watching Floyd perform, um, and you know, the boxing ring. But he's come on, nobody wants to be like Floyd. You feel me? He's a he's a he's a he's a he's a jackass with a bunch of you know legal issues. Um, there's accusations of him putting his hands on women and, and, you know, all types of dirty shit in Floyd's background and the way, he, you know, fucking, uh, like, like the public arguments he would have with his pops and sh shit like that. One thing Floyd never, ever, ever tried to be was moral. He never said that he was moral, right? The NFL went wrong when, when, you know, you tried to sell us on these violent, aggressive, you know, warriors, on the field, and then like when they when they're off the field, they're like these like cuddly you know these cuddly teddy bears and shit that we're supposed to. Yo, I don't. I think that that's where they went wrong, right? Try and I mean I I understand why they were trying to bring the morals out of it because they want this to be a family game. Never mind the fact that you know there's people shit face drunk that have been in the parking lot since nine a.m. drinking Jack Daniels and fucking Jägermeister. And and they go into the stadium for a one o'clock game, and there's fights in the stands, and there's all types of debauchery. Never mind the fact that this is not a family game, but they try to make it a family game, right? This 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 is not an an environment that's that's you know to me suited for all types of shit that the NFL tries to make it suited for, strictly for corporate interests and money and things like that. And they've been very successful at, at making money. But now we're starting to see shit crumble, like the business model is old and they're still, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's not just with the NFL, but there's a lot of fucking industries that are failing today because the shit just don't work no more. Right. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. So, again, congratulations to Colin Kaepernick. Congratulations uh, to Eric Reed. That shit was, I mean... The only thing that could have made it better was, like, if we would have had these motherfuckers, like, take, take the stand. If they would have had, you know, like, Jerry Jones and, and John Elway and, you know what I'm saying, all these motherfuckers take the stand and shit and put their hand on the Bible or whatever. That shit would have been hilarious, right? Um, I'm going to keep it sports for a while. It's All-Star Weekend. This weekend, as I record, it's All-Star Weekend. Shout out to everybody in, 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 in Charlotte. Shout out all my Charlotte homies. Paul, what up? Um... And and also I I I kind of skimmed over, you know, the basketball segment last week, right? Um, and and you know, so I didn't really talk about the trade deadline and and you know what I'm saying shit like that. But it's also weekend and and also weekend also weekend's a family environment. I ain't gonna hold you. They got a lot of shit. They got a lot of shit Friday, a lot of shit Saturday, Sunday. You know what I'm saying is is the game, and you know they give cats a week off now. You know what I'm saying, which is dope, right? Wonderful. The thing about the All-Star Weekend being in Charlotte this year, um, if you, I don't know if you guys remember, but um, they had an issue in like North Carolina about you know which people use what bathrooms. And, you know, depending on what side of the coin you're on, certain people's like, yo, fuck that shit. Y'all niggas is out of line. And other people's like, yo, fuck that shit. Y'all niggas is out of line. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Depending on, <laughs> depending on where you at. Um... And the NFL, um, excuse me, the NBA made the right choice of pulling their game out of um, that city at that time. And they moved it to a new city. I believe it was New Orleans. And, and you know, now it's back. I, I, I mean, I'm not sure if all the dust is settled from that controversy. But, you know, they, they pulled it back. I guess things are 
in a better space. Maybe, you know, somebody that has more knowledge about the situation can, you know, like put me on. So I'm sounding even more foolish than I appear. But, um, yeah, man. Also, weekend in Charlotte. And I think that, I think that it'll be a good time. It'll, 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 mm. I mean, I, so I, I like Charlotte as a city, right? Eh, Charlotte ain't really popping. There's a lot of, um, eh, fuck it. I'm, I'm not gonna talk about the city. I'm gonna talk about basketball. So, how the schedule works, and, and listen, shout out to LeBron, right? Shout out to LeBron. LeBron is, <laughs> LeBron is, 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 LeBron's dope, right? So, They've chosen to, 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 to allow the two top vote getters to kind of be captains and everybody picks their team, kind of like a pickup game, so to speak. Only thing that would make this better is, like I said, if cats are able to call their own fouls. If you've got cats calling their own fouls, yo, that shit, like, I'd watch that shit. I don't, you know, we don't really care about, about the All-Star game because they aren't really playing no, no defense. However, the NBA All-Star weekend, All-Star game or whatever is the best All-Star package in professional sports, like, Baseball, they, yeah, they got the home run derby and all that shit. Also, that game is okay. Whoever wins kind of gets home field advantage come like the World Series. The NFL, the Pro Bowl is ass cheeks. Nobody gives a fuck about that. I've never really dove deep in, in um, the NHL. All-Star, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. But the NBA, yo, yo, the NBA is dope. Listen, man, they got the shit going on Friday. They got the celebrity game. Um, you know, they got like the the what what was the rookie game, but now it's the Rising Stars game. That that's on Saturday. Excuse me, that's on Friday. Saturday, right? What's dope about Saturday? The shit we all like to watch is you know what I'm saying the skills competition, the three point competition, the dunk fest, or whatever the dunk competition, and then, and then like Sunday's the game, right? So it was, it was, it was LeBron, and it was Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, right? I hope I said that nigga last name right. But these these cats was was captains, and LeBron picked all free agents, or 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 cats that are that are supposed to be free agents. And and. He made a trade so Russell Westbrook and Joel Embiid are on the same team because, you know, Russ don't, <laughs> Russ don't fuck with Joel Embiid. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I love, I, I love Petty LeBron. I love Petty LeBron. Right? I, I like LeBron. I like how LeBron operates. I like the player that LeBron has grown into. And, and yeah, listen, there's a bunch of talk in the media, fucking Scottie Pippen every other week running around saying LeBron better than Jordan and whatever, he not better than Jordan, whatever the case. Listen, uh, in my personal opinion, LeBron's not better than Jordan yet. And, you know, all you Kobe stands, I mean, the, the, Kobe's better than, I mean, excuse me, LeBron is better than Kobe. Any way you measure it. Um, I think we need to have a conversation about what clutch is. And, 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 you know, people say shit like LeBron doesn't have the clutch gene or, 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 or that killer instinct and shit. Listen, man, the motherfucker has had, for the past two finals, he's averaged a triple-double in the finals. I mean, I'll take that versus, like, somebody that, you know, wants to, wants to take the shot regardless of how the defense plays him when there's three seconds left. Like, I'll take that from, from LeBron. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that. Now, I subscribe to a certain type of thinking where I don't believe Jordan played on good teams. And I know that LeBron has, you know, I mean, I mean, the only good team LeBron played on was the Miami Heat squad. But LeBron has not played on good teams for his career. Right? And I mean, like, even when he had Kyrie and, and you know, like Kevin Love and, like, like they wasn't really... You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's Kyrie now, then that's something different. But you, you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, it ain't really, it wasn't really hitting like that. So, like, when you look at, you know, the way Kobe was able to mature as a player, Kobe played uh, uh, under Shaq. Granted, Kobe got money, and Kobe was, was, was killing a league early in his career. But he had Shaq, right? Like, LeBron from 18 had to be LeBron. And he did that shit, yo, and he's doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Again, I cannot wait to see 
what LeBron becomes as we get, you know, as as we get older, as he gets older, you know what I'm saying? I think we'll we'll, we'll see a lot of um like like the way that Jay-Z moves now, right? Like in you know the news they talk about uh um fucking Jay-Z put money up for 21 Savage's legal defense. Right? Like fucking Lil Wayne came out and said um um you know Jay-Z paid his taxes. Right? Like, you know, like Meek Mill talked about, yo, like Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying, paid for my legal defenses and shit and like and like, and like really kind of held me down while I was fighting for my freedom and shit. And like that's what like 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 that's what OGs, that's what big homies is supposed to be doing out here. So like it's dope that Jay Z can can do that, and, and and I'm sure it's not just Hove, but like it's other cats that that are in hip hop that are like your elder statesmen of hip hop. Yo, it's dope. It's dope that we can have people do that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's dope that hip hop the 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 culture can have a certain camaraderie to where so we look out for one another. And I mean, listen, if you're a whole fan, like, like the nigga has talked about this in his music. Like, I'm overcharging niggas for what they did to the Crow Crush. Play us like you hold us for all the years that you hold us. We could talk, but money talks will talk more bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one will fall because everyone will be each other's crutches. You know what I'm saying? I know you fools like to listen. I drop Jews, bust it. Like, Hove has been saying this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, what? what what was that? Um, um, fuck a moment of clarity. I can't fucking remember the lyric exactly. Shout out to Michael Eric Dyson. I can't remember the lyric exactly, but but if you listen to Moment of Clarity off like the Black album, you know what I'm saying? No, my mind is working just like them. The rims that is. It, it, like yo, like like Ho has been chronicling this. He's been, no pun intended, laying down the blueprint on the person that we see today. And shout out to him for that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to 21 Savage, man. Like, he, he, you know, he's out here fucking giving uh, um, um, talks and interviews and shit. He got his freedom for, for the moment. I believe is, you know, there's still some shit that got to go down. But, like, yo, they had charged him with some bullshit felony, and that shit got dismissed. Shout out to that, yo. There's, there's, there's really a shift. There's really, really a shift in the culture, in our society. Right. I mean, listen, I don't I don't subscribe to this mantra of fairness. I don't think things will ever be fair, especially for people that look like me in America. You never be free. Middle fingers up. Fuck the police. Light up my trees. And I just breathe like you know, I would never think that 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 should be equal. But I like how niggas are coming together to fight. Right. So that brings me to talking about the Grammys. I don't watch the Grammys now, you know, yeah, y'all might know how I feel about these award shows. I don't really fuck with the Grammys like that. I don't I I just don't care at this stage. Like, you know, nothing spectacular happens at the Grammys, in my opinion. Right? Um I'm here for the jokes. And and you know, uh so so the homeboy um fuck childish Gambino won. Donald Glover won. Right? Is he childish Gambino or is he or is he just like fucking Donald Glover? Is childish Gambino dead? Like the Sean Carter, the hustler, Jay Z is dead, um, but he won for uh, you know this is America and and word around the campfire is some other cat wrote this is America or 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 homie stole the concept from this other cat. I I, I hope the other homie gets an Oscar too if 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 he can prove that you know this is his creative idea. But the the good thing about Alicia Keys hosting the Oscars. Is Michelle Obama comes out, and you know, like Auntie Michelle came out, and a lot of niggas was happy about Michelle Obama. Is Michelle Obama, and and is she the most liked woman? I think, like, regardless of where your your you know your fucking uh, like policy views lie, regardless of how you feel about Barack Obama as a politician, like like like, what do you have to say negatively about? Michelle Obama. Right? I mean, listen, she, she, she seems like a classy lady. She seems like a, seems like a cool woman. That don't take no shit, though. 
right? And I'll talk about kind of Michelle Obama a, a little bit more as you know we get further on in this you know show in this episode in this podcast. Um, but Cardi B won, which was a big deal um, because you know like Cardi was happy. The homie Offset can't win for he, he can't win for losing. Right, like no matter what Offset do, it ain't enough because you know it's Offset. It's 2019. It's social media. I think when Cardi. So one thing that um, I guess hurts men in the industry is when a female artist. Um, feels like a, a, a male artist or her male companion or whatever did her wrong in like a relationship or a music deal or, or whatever the case. Good, bad, or otherwise. Even if this person tries to reform and, and tries to rebuild his career and reinvent himself, nah, nigga, fuck you, because insert whatever here. So like when Cardi hopped on the Instagram, Tom Bot, you know, like, hey, I'm done with homie, I'm done with him. I think that kind of like and, and and just for her to kind of take him back, I mean, yo, listen, they're married, right? And, and you know, Cardi makes a lot of money at her job. Offset makes a lot of money at his job. Together, they're a business. Um, they're a married couple with a small child. It ain't that easy as packing up your shit and finding a new apartment. Like it, like listen. Their problems are not our problems. Period. So you know, I, I, I think that some of the issues that that Cardi was having in her relationship and the fact that it was so, so, so public. I mean, I mean, like Cardi built this brand on being transparent, on on being being open, and um, a lot of the reasons why Cardi is able to amass the level of success that she was able to in such a small amount of time is a lot of people can relate to her story, good, bad, or otherwise. So if Cardi B has a boyfriend, husband, whatever, um, that's out here fucking random hoes and doing a whole bunch of nigga shit with his friends, yo, listen, man, there's a lot of chicks that bump Cardi B music that see their significant other in Offset. And, you know, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Like, yo, uh, I mean, tough break, nigga. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I saw, like, the memes happen, I guess, when Cardi was performing and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, the homie Offset, like, fucking, he, like, like, fucking stuck his tongue out. And I, I, I thought that that was, you know, I mean, listen, that's the look that a, a dude might have if he sees his, you know, woman performing and, you know, Cardi's a nice-looking woman, and, and I've seen her performance. Cardi was sexy in her performance. I can imagine how homie might feel about his wife, about his queen at that time, seeing her performing on this huge stage, on, on, on probably the largest stage in music in, you know, like some cases. And then she won? Yo! <laughs> Baby, yeah, what's, what's up? You know what I'm saying? We out here, came through dripping, my nigga. You know, um, Drake won, and and I don't know if because uh, if I remember correctly, Drake was 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 boycotting or or he wasn't fucking with the Grammys, and I don't know if like maybe they tell you you won beforehand to kind of get you to show up and shit. You feel what I'm saying? But like Drake had his little speech that that may or may not have been cut short. Um, I mean, you know, the, the fucking Grammy committee said like, oh well, he paused. So when he paused, we thought that he was done and shit. Nah, nigga, y'all niggas cut him off. Y'all niggas cut him off. Because I mean, yeah, and I mean, listen, rightfully so. I'm not, I'm not here judging the Grammys for cutting them off. Homie was talking shit. Like, fuck out of here, nigga. You, you talking shit on my microphone, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like if you paying for your girlfriend' phone, right? And you find out that she out here texting and sending nudes to the other nigga. Like, you cut that motherfucking phone off. The fuck you mean? Like, bitch, I'm not paying for this. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Or if, or if, or if, you know, you, you, you find out that she talking shit about your little dick oh, to her girls in the, the fucking group chat or whatever. Man, cut that phone off, man. Duh. Like, the Grammys was paying for the microphone. They was paying for the airtime. 
they, you know, they, they, they probably paid Drake to show up if we keep it a funky. Man, fuck out of here. I'm, we, I'm not sitting here letting this nigga do Who knows where that nigga was going to go? His message was, was true. Like, yo, if y'all got people out here spending their hard-earned money to buy your music, to buy your tickets to your shows, to come see you tour, whatever, to, you know what I'm saying? Yo, y'all already won. Y'all don't need this trophy. Drake wasn't giving it up, though. But y'all don't need this trophy, and he's right. He's right. You know? And um, last thing that I'm going to say about the Grammys is um, the Motown tribute. So full transparency, I did not watch Jennifer Lopez's um, performance. Be I mean, I, I mean, I'm not. How can I put this delicately? I'm not interested in, in seeing Jennifer Lopez perform Motown songs just based off of the kind of artist or the kind of performer that I feel Jennifer Lopez is. Um, I feel Jennifer Lopez is a, she's the type of, she's the type of performer that has to dance. She's not going to wow you with her vocals. You know, I'm not saying that she's a bad singer. I'm not saying she's a good one either, but not saying that she's a bad singer. Um, but you don't go see, you know, Jennifer Lopez sing ballads. You don't, you don't. That's not why you buy the ticket. She's a good performer, as in, like you know, like yo, she she she, she can dance. She started her career as as a fly girl back in the day. Talk about a come up. I mean, I mean, I mean, talk about somebody's arc. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to her because she swam in her boat. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see her perform Motown, though. Not and I mean, listen, not on Black History Month. You know. I mean, maybe this was a ploy by, like, Smokey Robinson. Maybe fucking Smokey Robinson had, had you know, uh, took his fucking Cialis with a Cavassier tracer. Chaser. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I don't know. But, but like, I, I'm not really... I'm not here for that. Now, when, you know, there's, there's countless of... I mean, aren't there still some Motown singers alive? Like, fuck, was Diana Ross there? Diana Ross was there. You know? Um, was Gladys Knight? Was she there? I don't know. See, the thing is, right, is 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 like Motown was like a symbol of Shit, black excellence before the hashtag was possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, you feel like regardless of uh, uh, again, a lot of those cats, they have personal demons or whatever. But like, whenever you seen them cats, they was smooth. They was dressed to the nines. You feel me? Cats had they conk. They, you know, hair was fried, dyed, laid to the side. They was always on point, right? Like, like the brothers was there to sing and they was sharp and they, they dance moves was crisp. And like the ladies, like, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the ladies was always dressed nice. They was always uniform. They always had their numbers down and they gave you so much soul in their music. That now you got Jennifer Lopez and you're like, oh, Fuck. This ain't what Motown was. You know, at, at least when I think of Motown, you know what I'm saying? The, the songs that I would hear my moms play when I was a young boy. Or, you know, like my grandmoms and all that. Like, 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 like those types of... I didn't... But I don't think of fucking Marvin and Tammy Terrell when I hear Jennifer Lopez. I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I don't think of the temptations when I hear fucking Jennifer Lopez. It's not, no shade to Jennifer Lopez, but to me, she's not that type of artist. And f from what I hear, you know, in all fairness, I hear she did a pretty good job. I hear she did a pretty good job. I just don't want to see Jennifer Lopez perform 
a Motown tribute. Granted, it's at the Grammys, and the Grammys is corporate, and, and you know, we're real Rainbow Coalition, you know, persons of color, all that at the Grammys, and I get it. But, like, when was Selena murdered? What was that, 1994? I think I remember all the Dominican shorties, all the Puerto Rican shorties at my school. When I was a young nigga, came, they was, they was sad, they were sad as fuck when Selena got killed. When, when, you know what I'm saying? When she was murdered. Right? But, like, yo, like, if we have, like, fucking Kelly Rowland do a Selena tribute, right? What was it, like, 94? And, you know, 2020, 30 years of Selena or whatever, nigga. We got Kelly Rowland that we roll Kelly Rowland out here and her fabletics at the Selena tribute at the, you know, fucking like Telemundo award show or whatever. Like, nigga, what you mean? And, and mind you, this is the same Grammy committee that, like, didn't want to give, didn't want to nominate Beyonce for her her country music song because, you know, it wasn't country enough or it wasn't the right type of country. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they horse-fucked her on the the, um, the award that they gave to um, to the British chick. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. that's, you know, the Grammys, right? Thanks, but, you know, n n no thanks. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the the, <laughs> the Grammys, you know? Um, have you guys ever heard of a drug called Rosuvastatin? Rosuvastatin? Rosuvastatin. Apparently, Rosuvastatin. So... And and you know I don't I don't I don't, I don't like fuck it I, I'll do it so so like there was some leaked supposedly um they, this is from where is this from Daily Kos Daily K O S I don't know they this looks like to be some type of political site I don't know how authentic this is um something that came across my timeline. Where um, this is a drug that uh, President Pussy Grabber is prescribed or is being prescribed or a, a, a drug that he's on. And um, he's on the highest dosage of, of this drug, this Rasuvastatin. Uh, and I, I don't know who, and, and again, these, these are leaked. And I don't, I don't like leaked medical records because, you know what I'm saying, like, Nigga, everybody. This is a crime that everybody, to me at least, will be able to wrap our heads around. Nobody wants their private information leaked like this. But, I mean, fuck it. Right? So, the president has prescribed 40 milligrams of raw suvast, whatever, per day. The maximum dosage. And it's mainly an anti-cholesterol medication. Now, when I read that, I'm like, yo, the motherfucker's been living off of fucking fast food for the past 20 years. Kind of makes sense. If, you know, Trump has high blood pressure. Right? Um... But for patients older than seventy, and 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 I'm not a I'm 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 not a doctor. I just stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. For for patients over seventy, um, such high dosage of this type of drug um, damages the liver, right? And it has very little effect. This drug has very little effect if the patient refuses to go on a low fat diet. Donald Trump be listening to nobody about changing this fucking diet, so. Um, you know, I guess his doctor figured, you know, that destroying his liver in the short term, excuse me, in the long term, um, is worth it if he can prevent Trump from dying from too much cholesterol in the short term, right? Or maybe President Pussy Grabber has heart disease, right? This, 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 this drug also is known to reduce inflammation. And one possible source of inflammation is heart disease, right? Um... Again, maybe heart, maybe his heart disease is strong enough to, or serious enough to risk destroying his liver. I don't know. And also, um, this drug is known as an early stage treatment for Alzheimer's. All of these sounds sounds like things that Trump can be, you know, dealing with. And again, this is no, I don't, you know, hey, Mr. President, in case you guys are listening, health, wealth, and happiness to you. 
my man, we might disagree on different political issues, but I have no way, shape, form, or fashion wishing any ill will on the president of these United States, okay? In case you guys are listening, hi, all right? No way at all. But, you know, this is what's being reported, and this might be fake news, in all, in all honesty. I don't know. I haven't, you know, I, I, I have my own process for, for, like, shit that I like to do, shit that I want to read to make sure that it ain't horse shit. And I didn't do that with this article. Like I said, this was something that came across my timeline. I thought it was interesting, and I checked it out. Um, something else that came across my timeline, and I did do some research on this, and I did talk about this, but Amazon is not moving to Queensbridge. You guys may have, have, have heard, I believe we spoke about it on like, like a couple of uh, shows back where, where Amazon were doing their, they were building their second headquarters and, and half of it was going to be um, in uh, Crystal City, Virginia. I believe it's Crystal City, wasn't it, right? Like right outside of D.C. in Virginia. Terrible pace to move a corporate headquarters if you give a fuck about traffic. And the other one was going to be Long Island City, Queens. In New York City, terrible place to move a corporate headquarters if you give a fuck about traffic. And, you know, everybody was talking about the jobs, about the jobs, about the jobs, right? Well, listen, 25,000 jobs isn't too exciting anymore when you're asking for the tax breaks that Amazon receives, especially now in, you know, the news today came out that Amazon paid 0% of federal taxes on $11.2 billion in revenue. Fuck your jobs, dog. Fuck your jobs, right? Fuck your jobs. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people, you know, they made shit difficult. A lot of New Yorkers made shit difficult for Amazon. And kudos to them, yo. More power to them. More, more power to the, to, the, to, the, to the people, to the politicians on a local level. That's where a lot of this work gets done. So, you know, we're going to talk about politics a little bit. Um, but pay attention to your local politics. That's where shit really can benefit your day-to-day life, right? Um, so, you know, the Jeff Bezos-owned Washington Post um, said, Amazon said today that it would abandon its plans uh, for a New York regional office. Public sentiment had indeed killed the idea. After much thought and deliberation, we decided to not move forward with our plans to rebuild, excuse me, to build a headquarters for Amazon in Long Island City, Queens. Amazon wrote in a statement this morning, Amazon said it is canceling their plans because a number of state and local politicians have made it clear that they oppose our presence. Kudos to them. Shout out to them. Right? Shout out to them. You know, this deal was supposedly had um, included... 1.5 billion with a B in incentives for in exchange for creating um, 25,000 jobs. Amazon had promised 2.5 billion dollars in investment. Eh. Listen, tough break, nigga. There's always fubu, right? And, and you know, this talks about Amazon like like keeping the shit in Virginia, we see what the political landscape in Virginia is like. They're all fucked up out there. Ain't none of them going to fight for the people. Um, but now they're talking about moving to Nashville, Tennessee. And, and yo, I got to make a trip out to, to, to Tennessee. I hear, I hear Nashville is like the fastest growing city in the country. And I'm like, yeah, this is probably like, you know, one of those two-sided united states things where you know what i'm saying like like you know like listen there's certain people certain people in this country that um i have no idea what a final call is certain people in this country that you know don't know how to do the electric slide you know what i'm saying certain people where if can't let you go came on wouldn't know the words not that there's anything wrong with these people right and, and you know you know what i mean when i say can't let you go i ain't talking you know what i'm saying i mean the 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 fucking frankie beverly and Mays. certain people in america right because it's listen it's two sides maybe even more than two sides i'm sure there's some shit that i know nothing about that people are like damn brody where the fuck you grow up you know what i'm saying it's the same shit and never 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 you, you know what i'm talking about all black people are born knowing that song. But, um, yeah, they're talking about moving to Nashville. And, you know, good good for them. Right? So, listen, the last thing that I'm going to talk about, 
um, keeping up with the two Americas thing. The last thing is, is I'm, that I'm going to talk about tonight, today, is the, 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 the same last thing that I spoke about last week. You guys may have seen um, the Kamala Harris interview on The Breakfast Club. I'm not going to play it because fuck The Breakfast Club. I mean, not fuck it, but I ain't, I, you know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah, could play that shit. Um, now, I was, my attention was, was drawn to this clip because of all the noise I was making on social media about how, like, you know, she lied and said that, you know, she was listening to uh, Snoop Dogg and Tupac and shit in three years, four years before they even came out. So I listened to it so I could hear the context because we don't, we don't even, we don't give a fuck about context anymore. I, li I listened to the whole interview and it was a very good interview. I think that I think that, you know, Senator Harris did a really good job. Some of the things she said made sense. You know, um, a lot of and, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why it is that, quote unquote, black people don't like Senator Harris as, as, as a politician. Maybe it's the fact that she was a prosecutor and, you know, all black people kind of not all, but some black people have, have this negative opinion about police officers and prosecutors or whatever the case. I mean, maybe that could be it. Maybe it's the fact that, you know, she has a, a, a white husband, which if that's the case, then y'all niggas need to get over that shit. Like, period. Um, you know, there, there are... Listen, there's a bunch of different reasons as to why we can or cannot like a politician. I just think that um, black people, particularly militant black people and and you know a lot of my views are militant black views as well right so so you know motherfuckers that think like me y'all need to realize and y'all need to be aware of the fact that black people are not a monolith just like we got to talk to these white supremacists about how black people are not a like yo shorty ain't gotta have a black person don't gotta have the same views and opinions of you and you know what i'm saying it don't mean that they're not black like it's it's like oh you, all these rumors oh shorty you know she was she's Indian and she you know what I'm saying doesn't claim herself as a black woman. I don't know if she does. I mean I've heard her say that she's black. I don't know if she's what what she said in the past that you know contrasts to that. But like yo we can't conflate her answer based off of the fact that she was asked two questions at the same time and answered one. That's what I got out of it. She was asked two questions at the same time that seemed, both, both questions seemed to be a joke. And she answered one. And it's like, oh, well, she said, you know, I, I didn't hear that. Personally, I, I, I didn't hear that. Right? Um, I need people that say that they want a politician to have a black agenda. I need y'all to get more detailed and more specific with what you mean by a black agenda. Now, if a black agenda is just reparations, good luck, buddy. Good luck getting any United States politician to open their mouth and say reparations and with, with hopes of winning. Good luck. Right? Yo, man, listen, black people as a whole in these United States were 13% of the population. We don't all agree on shit. We all have differing views and opinions and mindsets and shit that we need. We all live in different parts of the country. We all have different lifestyles. We're, we're, you know, we might be in love with different people, some of whom may not look like us or look like our mamas. Even if you get all 13% behind you, my nigga, you lost. Right? Like, like, like... You know, people say, oh, I'm not going to vote for a politician that doesn't have a black agenda. Yo, you not going to vote, my nigga. What the fuck is a black agenda? Right? And I mean, yo, if you went to a some type of HBCU or some type of black school or lived in a predominantly black neighborhood, yo, you know a chick like Kamala Harris, son. You know a chick like that, son. You know, she she seems like she, you know, it grew up a nice girl to, you know, two parents that cared about her, made sure that she went to really good schools, probably got a private pub, uh, uh, private, um, probably went to private schools, you know, through, through grade school and high school. You know what I'm saying? I believe she went to high school in Montreal. 
I believe, right? Um, went to Howard. I know you know chicks like this at Howard. If you know chicks at Howard, you know, come on, son. She's a bougie, light-skinned joint from Howard, son. She AKA too? Come on, son. Like, no shade to my AKAs, no shade to my chicks from Howard, but come on, y'all yeah, niggas know, man. Y'all niggas know, man. She's a prep school kid, man. Y'all niggas know. Like I said, I, I watched the whole interview, all 50-something minutes. I, I think she, yeah, she, she's, 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 she's good at her job. Maybe some shit will come out in, 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 in the wash once we dive deep. The fact that, yo, son, she got married four years ago. She, she didn't run for national office until 2016 or 2014, 2016. I believe, which is, you know what I'm saying? You can have your views and opinions on that. Maybe we'll learn more about that as, as, as the process grows because we're still early. Like I said, it's 600-some days until the general election. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, come on, man. Y'all niggas need to chill the fuck out. Fuck with Senator Harris. We don't know yet. <laughs> I like their answers. I could give a fuck about who she sleeps with that night. Um... I can give a fuck about if she actually listens to hip-hop music or not. I, I could give a fuck. And I mean, maybe... The, m m at first, I thought that this was something from her camp trying to, like, blacken her up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, you, you, uh, quite frankly, you don't need her to be blackened up. She went to Howard University. She's an AKA. You know what I'm saying? She was born in Oakland, as she says. Granted, she spent most of her professional career in San Francisco. But, you know, there's, there's a little bit of black people in San Francisco. When I say a little bit, I mean a little bit. And y'all Bay Area niggas know that there's a little bit of black people in San Francisco. Don't come for me talking about motherfuckers that, you know what I'm saying, bang over there by the murder doves and shit, nigga. That's a couple blocks. Ain't no black people in San Francisco. And, you know, you talk about how, you know, the time she spent as a, as a, as a prosecutor. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't have been my choice of career, but that was her choice. And we have time for her to answer for all of these. And y'all niggas got to keep it real. If it's her or President Pussy Grabber, who y'all niggas going to vote for? I personally don't think it's a good idea to run a woman against President Pussy Grabber again. We've seen how much this country values female leadership. Especially competent female leadership. Okay. Okay. I, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, if she wins, yo, I, I'll be happy for her. And we should be too. You feel me? Um, so yeah, man, just wait. Hold all your bullshit opinions. Right, motherfuckers be so quick. To, everybody's a gotcha journalist all of a sudden. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was waiting here to lie. Y'all niggas gassed it. Y'all niggas really, really gassed it. Y'all niggas really gassed it. And that shit was whack. That shit was $8. You know? But, um, yeah, man. That's all I got for y'all, man. I gotta get out of here. Um, if this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. We're on, um... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, a whole bunch of different places. I'm not sure what's going to be happening with the distribution, considering that Spotify purchased Anchor. And um, we dropped this on Anchor. But hopefully they keep shit going the same way. And um, if they do, I'll talk to y'all motherfuckers next week. Y'all take it easy. Yeet it!